This is a Rooster Teeth production. April 30th, 1918. It's the twilight of World War I, and a British patrol ship spots something unusual just off the coast of Belfast in Northern Ireland. It's a German U-boat floating on the surface of the North Atlantic. The U-boat's crew is taken into custody and British officers began interrogating the U-boat's captain. What the captain said, or allegedly said, would be the subject of lore for the next hundred years. We dive into this terrifying tale on this week's Ship Hits the Fan. I'm Charlotte. I'm Patrick. I'm Brian. Ahoy and welcome aboard yet another interim episode of Ship Hits the Fan, a podcast about some of history's most notable uh-ohs and whoopsies and ooh, terrifying spooky happenings on the high seas. Yeah, we did conspiracies uh, last, last week. week, so this is, I think, in a similar vein. But this is about real stuff, monsters. Yes, yeah. this is yeah. this is the, the stuff of nature uh, and the forests and the seas. Uh-huh. Uh, I just want to say... Put us in context, this is the second of three bonus sort of interim episodes between seasons. We highly recommend you go back and listen to one through eight, episodes one through eight, which are traditional shipwrecks, the first season of Ship Hits the Fan. You will not regret it. You might. Unless you have a boat trip yeah, you, coming up. If you're not interested yeah. in ship stuff, uh, if then you're not yeah, interested, I don't know. Probably if not for you. Okay, yeah, 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 right? yeah. yeah. Should, well, that goes without saying. Yeah, okay. Or if you're aboard a boat at the time, you might uh, eh, we've listen had people, to it when you get back on land. Yeah. We've gotten in touch with some folks that have uh, been on boats listening to or been preparing for a boat trip listening to Ship Hits the Fan. Oh, good for That's them. That's craziness. Yeah, Massacus. don't do that. Also, we never put out a call for any mailbag stuff. Oh, that's fine. They didn't have anything good to say. Wow. <laughs> okay. I was going to, I said that under the you know assumption that we would cut it. But now you seem no, to no, be no. Like, yeah, no, you want to keep it. It all stays. Look, these scripts are a lot shorter in the interim, so we got to anything that's said. <laughs> all of that in the beginning where Brian was adding the extra stuff, that's staying. Everything stays Just in? Everything. typing. Yeah, from, yeah, from even, the moment I hit record. Even that stuff I said about Brian's family? From the moment I hit record, it all goes out. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm ruined. It's like, it's like how they do in some uh, music tracks when they leave in the beginning when they're talking about what they're going to do. Yeah. And then they start the song. Up. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like when there's 35 seconds of post-record kind of milling about like, I think we got it. Did we get it? Yeah, I think we got uh, it. And the first time, it's really charming. And then you're like, okay. And then you're like, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got let's, it. Let's get another version. <laughs> all right. So this is about a German U-boat. Ooh. Yeah. You believe that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in World War One, these are early U-boats. Sorry, I did. I put in a dry shampoo and it got in my coffee. I'm just tasting it. It's incredibly fragrant. Did you do it near my desk at least so that it'll make me cough? And I mean, I did it at my desk. So, so yes, yeah, so near my desk. Okay, got yeah, it. Good. Just know that I'm suffering every time I take a sip uh-huh. of this. All right, so German U-boats, they were early submarines, and they were some of the most feared ships in the world. Although they were efficient fleet weapons against enemy naval warships, they were most effectively used in enforcing a naval blockade against enemy shipping, particularly merchant ships looking to bring supplies to the United Kingdom. And they were highly effective in that they regard. They were bad boys. Yeah. yeah they. Yeah, that, their main purpose was just to keep stuff from getting supplies from getting into the UK so they couldn't resupply their forces, which, which makes sense. But yeah, I think these were like some of the first widely used submarines and 
really a game changer to say the least. Oh my god, yeah. So this was this particular U-boat uh, was a UB3. That's just the the class or whatever. UB3s in general sunk 521 ships. In fact, a UB3 was responsible for the sinking of the HMS Britannia. Oh, I gotta go throw out this coffee. Oh, there's all kinds of subplots already to this episode. All right, Charlotte is not in the room, so I'm going to wait until she comes back. Got a fresh one. In April of 1918, one such U-boat, UB-85, was patrolling the North Channel in the Atlantic Ocean, looking to torpedo merchant ships, bringing supplies to Britain from the U.S. and Brazil. Just cruising. Just hanging out, Just waiting. Looking. Yeah, hanging out, looking, waiting, seeing if lurking. something comes by, they can sink. Definitely yeah. lurking. Yeah, this yeah. Was, this is when the Germans were just kind of regular bad guys. Yeah, they were like... <laughs> <And> not <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, life all just like stunningly evil yeah. uh, motivations. Not the, the kind of like image of villainy for the next <laughs> who knows how long. Yeah. Certainly far into they the They were future. just one of many warring colonial European empires. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just a young nation looking to prove itself. Yeah. So that month alone, German U-boats had sunk nearly 280,000 tons of Allied shipping goods. Dang. Yeah, it's wow. got to be crazy. This is like when you're playing like Call of Duty or something and you've got a weapon that's just broken and mm -hmm. you're just somehow just mowing down everybody. They're like, wait, why do you have a machine gun? The rest of us have pistols. It's like, and why am just, I good at this game? And then you get you realize you're not. You're, yeah. you're still bad. You just got a broken thing. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say when right. it's like UPS needs you to sign for a package and they just keep bringing it to the door and. You're never home because mm. it's two o'clock on a Thursday. Right. And so then they just did like leave. So you never get your 280,000 tons of, I don't know, coat hangers, War toothpaste, goods. war goods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or when like a four year old challenges you to a foot race and you just crush them. Oh, yeah. But then when they get a little bit older and they're 10 and they challenge you to a foot race and you're like, whoa, y'all are pretty fast. And you break, age. you fall and break your leg. I, yeah, I yeah. was of the assumption when I was a kid that that's as fast as you get. And then the older you get, the slower you get, which happened to me. But I mean, there was like an adult when I was playing Little League that was like, I'll race you for it. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. You're going to beat me. What are you, 35? And then they smoked you. Uh, I think we never actually raced. It was oh, all okay. trash talk. Okay. So the UB-85 was not having too much luck as it patrolled the Irish Sea without a single sunk ship to its name. Oh. Yeah. In the early morning hours of April 30th, the U-boat's captain, Gunther Kreck, was standing in the U-boat's conning tower and using his binoculars to scan the water. <laughs> you, you had fun with that one, huh? Yeah. It was dark, but the full moon provided light for Kreck to hopefully find a ship to sink. Also, this guy, Gunther Kreck, I was trying to find more information on him, and I thought I found, like, a treasure trove, and then I realized it was just another U-boat captain from World War II with the same name. <laughs> Must be, like, you know, the John, John Smith John. over there, yeah. Because I think this guy died, like, oh, in 1919, really? yeah. At that moment, he would later recount, his ship was rocked by a surge on the starboard side. Right. Then there was a thud as something giant landed on the deck of his <gasps> ship. He, what? he looked down from the tower to see a giant sea monster emerging from the water and climbing uh, onto the side of his submarine. Oh, uh, what? B yeah. B what? Okay. Can you imagine? That's when my eyes would bug out of my head. <laughs> <style>. <laughs> 
And I, I would probably say like, oh, brother. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> probably just be like, you know, oh, 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 brother. What do you think the sea monster looked like? I'm picturing like classic a, like a like 20,000 leagues. You think a serpent? A, you think a that's squid. cool. I like that. I, I'm gonna change. I want. I want to go with. Well, I don't know if that's what I was picturing, but it sounds cool, and I don't feel like we see enough serpent-like sea monsters. I mean, there's Nessie. Yeah. Mostly just in maps, old maps. Old maps. There's a, quite a few serpents. I feel like yeah. more. They're like circling the the borders of the map. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I think serpents, for some reason, in my mind, are more sea like for the for smaller seas or like the Mediterranean. Like I feel really? like Grecian sailors would deal with more uh, serpent huge ser- serpentine. Uh, yeah. sea, sea creatures. Okay. And the Scottish, as as uh, mentioned. Oh, certainly. Absolutely. Yeah. In their locks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and, the, and we just want to say, this is a factual podcast, ergo, everything we say here really happened. Yes, we've yeah. done the research. <laughs> so sea monsters are real. Breaking news. Yeah, tell yeah. Your family. Tell your mom's book club about that one. So, Charlotte, you're confirming that you believe that it was a, a Rothschild conspiracy to sink the Titanic? Then? <laughs> Got it. Moving Uh-oh. on. Folks, breaking news. We have solved it. We've solved it. You have the documents the from the Titanic. I was, I was listening to that episode. Guess what? what? It was the globalists. <laughs> and when I'm trying to pitch an alternate version of the t- movie Titanic, it, you keep going, and he's an anti-Semite. I'm like, no, that's not at all what this is. It's so funny. <laughs> Sorry, right. okay. Let's get back to Crick. Crick? He'd later say, This beast had large eyes set in a horny sort of skull. It had a small head, but with teeth that could be seen glistening in the moonlight. Every man on watch began firing a sidearm at the beast, but the animal had hold of the forward gun mount and refused to let go. Wow. Mm. Every man on board began firing a side. Oh my God. <laughs> it's coming right at us. These are the forefathers of like all of their great grandparents moved to Texas mm-hmm. in the 1800s. And uh, I can see the similarities here because that's absolutely what we would have done too. Wait, yeah, all yeah. these Germans grandparents. Wait. They well, maybe not theirs, but their cousins or something. We have a yeah, huge yeah. German population in, in Texas. Is that so? In Austin? Oh, yeah. Austin. <laughs> in Austin? <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> it's actually America's largest uh, ethnic group, but uh, after World War II, we didn't really play that up. Sure, sure. I can oh, see that. I, yeah, I, yeah, I can understand that. After World War II started getting a little quiet about, after World War I started getting a little quiet, and then definitely after World War II, yeah, uh, man, just, man. we're just white people. I was, yeah, getting loud again. I was wondering why there was so much really good Liberty cabbage <laughs> in, in Austin, Texas. Uh, so needless to say, the bullets did not do much. Really? No, unfortunately. Uh, the weight of the monster actually forced the 730-ton submarine to list heavily to the starboard side. Right. That's a bummer. I am now not sure it's it's reptilian or serpentine in nature. What are you thinking? I'm small head, big eyes, horny skull. Ex-wife in nature. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, like, like baby dragon looking kind of thing with oh. like not like the wings but it's like it's kind of gangly and it's like yeah. 
It's sickly. It's just kind of trying to find something and, to hang And he's to doing it in the name of Her Majesty the Queen. <laughs> well, the King in this case. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. King George. No, this one's for the Queen. Wait, was King George, was he World War One as well, or was that just World War Two? He was World War Two, baby. The one who died, oh. uh, who took over after his brother abdicated? I think so. Oh, but that guy's was, such yeah, a weenie in at least in Netflix's The Crown, <laughs> <laughs> which I can assume is is tr- completely true to life. Who was the king it in World War One? Well yeah. Uh, uh, king King Willie. King Willie. It was King George. Good for you. Yeah. I guess another King George, another King George took over. Georges are like uh, Gunther Klecks. Mm-hmm. There's, There's there are... so many of them. I picture the sea monster as Ultros, who shows up kind of a minor league boss in the Final Fantasy game. Oh, okay. We're talking octopusy looking, uh, purple, lots of tentacles, oh, big, bulging red eyes, yeah. front row of big sharp fangs. That kind of got, in my yeah. mind. Okay. Venom teeth, sort of, like when he opens mm-hmm. his mouth all the way and he says, Eddie. I'm kind of picturing the watcher go. in the water. From Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yeah. Friend. Oh, I like that. What is friend in Elvish? Belloc. Okay. Enough of that. So, unfortunately for the crew, the U-boat's hatch was open. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, which meant that if it dipped below the waterline, the U-boat would sink to the bottom of the Atlantic, which, uh, spoiler alert, that, oh, yeah, what? Yeah. No, not yeah. these people trying. I thought I told you to close the hatch before we started shooting at the sea monster. U-boating is a complicated so, profession. I, I mean, the U-boats, it's at the surface right now, right? So they probably just open. The hatch yeah. is open to just like. Well, there's your first problem. You get in and out. You hang out on the ship. You crush a couple of a brews with the fellas on, on the. Chilling. Yeah. Honestly, chillin'. that sounds great if they weren't like German soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. But again, this is World War One, so they're oh, kind of okay, just yeah. like so they're just classical, like classical villains. villains. Yeah. yeah. For us. I mean, they're just yeah, avenging they an archduke's death. Here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's all they're doing. Um, just we were just following vibes. <laughs> just chilling on the deck. So as to why the hatch was open, the U-boat's senior stoker, Julius Goldschammer, uh, might <laughs> so have some more details. So stoked right Nailed now. It. Yeah. He said that Crash or Crack, I don't know, uh, apparently had demanded that a heater be installed in his officer's compartment, which, oh. you know, he's you're an a, officer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's an officer, water. and you're spending a lot of time underwater in the English Channel. It's cold. I, cold. He didn't, go, he didn't go to officer school to be cold on his ship. No. It's for the enlisted men. Exactly. No, yeah. He didn't be a German noble son to be cold underwater. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You darn tootin'. Uh, he also said that the cables to power said heater had to go through the control room, which then the conning tower, uh, which basically compromised its ability to be sealed. The hatch. I picture well, a bunch of what? orange extension cords. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of stingers. Yeah. Just you can't close the door completely because of it. <laughs> exactly. I don't. So they could. They didn't have a proper seal on the submarine. I guess not, or at least like a, a one room of it or something. I mean, that's what he's saying, that it wasn't properly sealed. So the result, basically, water could kind of just go in from the conning tower. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. That's not good, because water is the enemy of the submarine. Yes. Just so, as, as it is its friend. <laughs> what they're saying, basically, Bell. it's not the hatch that couldn't seal. 
Right. It's the, specifically the conning tower. So if the hatch was closed, there's no problem. But oh, if it was water like an gets internal the hatch, the door to the conning tower isn't sealed properly. Oh, okay. So that would have been like a stopgap. Yes. I see. I understand now. Yes. I was going to say because I'm like. No, not the hatch. Not probably... the hatch. Yeah, that would be insane. <laughs> so they had to like cl- they had to run some some extension cords from like the 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 main submarine up to, you know or uh, somehow it was getting up to the conning tower so we couldn't close it off. We yeah. couldn't close uh, okay. the main sub. The, uh, yeah. the mudroom door still seals and locks. Yes, it's but the just door the from door the mudroom to, to the hallway to the hallway. Yeah, is compromised okay. by by extension gotcha. cords, Ethernet cables, which is going to be really tough when you're trying to watch a movie and the dryer is going. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. it gets pretty loud. Yeah. <laughs> It's like at Christmas time when you have all the decorations out on the front lawn and you have to run that extension cord through the front door. Exactly. Into the into the outlet right on the inside and that front door is never going to close. Or you Don't. may have that outlet in the front that hasn't worked for 15 years. That could be. And you're just rolling the dice. Yeah, well, like, or you just don't want to open it because there's spiders inside the hatch. A lot of spiders. Yeah. yeah. So and dried leaves all <laughs> Imagine, so, imagine an alternate universe when we had to contend with German U spiders. Oh, war okay. spiders. Wild, wild West. Yeah. Kind of like wild. I guess yeah. so, yeah. Kevin Klein has been uh drafted by the German army <laughs> to what you know he, what? He volunteered. He's not the guy so, who does that. I realized there's another guy. I have a mission for you. I need you to swallow ten spiders and then take this first class plane trip to New York City and then vomit them all over the airport. It's bulletproof. What is that? Is that a from something? No. Oh. <laughs> it's horrifying. It's, it's, That's the writer's <laughs> mind at work. Um, <laughs> just spitballing, baby. Yep. Oh, I'm unsettled. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, essentially, if not for this heater, basically none of this could have happened. But a desperate crack ordered his crew to keep firing at the monster. <laughs> Finally. Scheisse! Uh, I guess maybe... If it wasn't the bullets, maybe just intimidated by the might of the Kaiser's empire, <laughs> uh, the monster let go of the gun mount and gently slid back into the sea. Maybe the monster was just finished. You know what I'm saying? Finished doing its business. Ah, I just want to get satisfied. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he was getting its rocks off. I think, yeah. And it was going back to its room to watch some TV. Yep. Uh, <laughs> or just to chill, take a nap, maybe. So t- yeah. so turned on by the Kaiser's empire. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was the only thing Fin- that could challenge its own might in the oceans. <laughs> Finally, the monster let go of the gun mount and went back to playing Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> Those cutscenes are just long enough. Yep. <laughs> yep. So the crew was safe. But by this point, the ship's forward deck was severely damaged, and the U-boat was no longer capable of diving into the sea. See, that's a problem for her submarines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So dawn rose, and the U-boat was discovered by a British patrol ship called the Coriopsis. Mm. The British were amazed to find a U-boat floating on the surface of the water, and even more incredibly, its crews surrendered without a fight. It's because they had no ammo left. Right, they fucking emptied a mag into the... <laughs> Fake sea monster. Whole clip into its horny skull. We're out of we are out of clipping hooses. And U-boats like they did not get captured. No. 
No, they could they could dive. They, they just could dive, out. but they also like they would sink themselves before getting captured. There's yeah, a, oh, I, w- I went to the museum. Okay. Uh, there's a museum in Chicago that has a U-boat. It's amazing. It is enormous, and yeah. it, it's the I think the only U-boat that was ever captured in World War II. Whoa, that's amazing. Like they probably it, didn't want anybody getting the technology. That's exactly like, and, because and, like yeah, submarine yeah. technology was not like. Red, especially in World War One, right? This wasn't just like seriously, a, yeah. So you could say maybe that being found a sitting duck, unable to submerge, and maybe without the guts to sink yourself, you mm-hmm. might be so embarrassed that you would. Well, he probably sank himself. We'll see. But What's that? He did probably sink. He did sink the. You know, oh, I thought they got found. They did. They it's, did. It's the ship there. did. It's in the rest of the script. Yeah, I'm see. sorry. I apologize. No, 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 cut no, no, that. No, cut no, that no. out. No, leave the apology though. No, cut it off. To me. <laughs> um, in fact, yeah, the crew actually seemed to be happy to be taken into custody, probably because their idiot officer who insisted <laughs> that a heater be installed just sank their U-boat and got them captured. <laughs> I, they don't want to be on a ship with this clown anymore. So, yeah, it was there that Crack told his story to British officers of his near-fatal encounter with the sea monster. And the rest of the crew, I imagine, is just like, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, a sea- he had a space heater on and he wasn't <laughs> supposed to. They're just mouthing it yeah. over his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, the crew's retelling of the encounter, along with that of the captain's, was chronicled by members of the British Navy only hours after the U-boat was found. The UB-85 was then cleared of any remaining crew that may have remained on board and sunk by the Coriopsis. So that's that's one version of events. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's another one. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Apparently that... Uh, the navigator scuttled the UB-85 instead of, you know, giving the satisfaction of a, of a sinking to their enemy. Letting the British Wait, do it. so we don't, yeah. even, do it. we don't even know who sank it? Well, yeah, there was kind of like conflicting stuff. Yeah, I saw um, two different things, yeah. I also feel like in this story, there is a significant amount of ass covering going on by the German captain who mm-hmm. like... This is obviously a disaster from their perspective. So oh, maybe yeah. at the end they added, no, 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 we sunk it. They didn't get anything. Our navigator took care of it. So yeah, we, we, yeah, it was bad, but they didn't get our secret waterproof technology or whatever. Right. So the person who actually identified uh, the wreck of this ship, which we'll get, we'll get we're going to get into that, actually said, we are certainly closer to solving the so-called mystery of the UB-85 and the reason behind its sinking, whether common mechanical failure or something that is less easily explained. Oh. Uh, a sea monster, which it was not. It certainly was not. Uh, <laughs> I love that he made that story up in 1918. I know. That a sea monster did it. I yep. know. I think you could still get away with that. 1918? Yeah. I think you could yeah. probably get away with it right now. You could still probably, I mean, I don't think that anyone would believe you really, but I bet you could still just be like, uh, yeah, yeah, I did that. So I don't know. Yeah. We saw different reports. One said that it was sunk by the Coriopsis. Another said that it was sunk by the navigator. So I, I don't know. Um, but apparently either way, it sunk with all the documents and code books into 260 feet of water. So uh, and while the war was over by the end of 1918, Crack's alleged testimony has survived to this day. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds I mean, of stuff about this. Yeah. Apparently, this is not the only U-boat that 
was supposedly attacked by a sea monster, or at least saw a sea monster. There's another one I was looking up. I think it was UB28? Mm-hmm. You, are you familiar? Uh, UB28? Oh, yes. UB28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what's crazy? When what's, I was looking up the U-boats or whatever, the U-boat class, UB3, mm-hmm. there's like an individual Wikipedia article for like 75% of these of the U-boats. Just because of class. they sank so many like I don't ships, know. they I mean, just I have, so storied. No, half of them just have n- nothing. It's just like this was a U-boat, but it has its own Wikipedia. Oh, it's probably just some enthusiast. War, I, I, I amateur it, war yeah. historians, like yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's big. Not even big business. Big interest. Yeah, seriously. Big so, big internet interest. I bet. Big yeah. Computer guy interest. So an update came to this story in 2016. Uh, pretty recently. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, basically, they, somebody found the wreckage of what could be UB-85. During survey work for an underwater power line for the electric company Scottish Power, uh, <laughs> sorry, Scottish people, marine engineers discovered the wreck of a U-boat about 104 meters down off the coast of the Scottish town of Stranraer. <laughs> That was really good. Stranraer. 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 Let us know if we're doing that right. Shit yeah. Bad. Probably don't, though. So there aren't any photos of the wreck, but based on scans and sonar images, Inez McCartney, uh, that's the person who had the quote about being closer to figuring out what happened, I believe. Mm. Uh, they're a historian and marine archaeologist at Bournemouth University. Bournemouth, probably. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Uh, <laughs> he said the submarine matches the description of UB-85. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So Thank uh, you, Scottish Power. There. Thank you, Scottish Power. I hope they were able to get their power line down. Well, I mean, they couldn't. you couldn't bring a ship up from the bottom in 1918, really, I'm sure. No, but in 2016. Well, yeah, but they didn't. They probably just lost it. What? I don't think they knew where it was. They just found it in 2016. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I, I didn't think they would have brought it up in 2018. I know it's like 260 feet of water. I just didn't know in the past six years, I guess. Yeah. I wonder if there's any been, been any motion to do so. There is a ton of stuff on the bottom of the ocean. Oh like God. when you just think of it, just so much stuff. Yeah, 280,000 tons of-, of war goods, for instance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just there for the taking. <laughs> Uh, how many how many nukes do you think we have lying at the bottom of the ocean that there's oh, like oh, we can't do anything we don't know I, I mean, don't know it's either more nukes or oh, tinned yeah. fish yeah <laughs> but just just stuff that got sunk and they're like we can't get it but we can't publicize that it's there that's a good point yeah, yeah. probably all sorts of shit I bet this, yeah I'll, yeah there's probably shit in the desert too uh no there. no no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like how sure you were. Wow. Well, fine. I was going to say deciduous, we go out. Deciduous forests, however. Now, hold on. You can't make the claim that there's stuff in deciduous forests and let the desert be untouched. No, they don't do anything out there. That's just empty. Oh, who are you covering for? It's just my All dad. Right. My dad works at a black oh, site. Okay. In the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your dad works at that military installation from the mist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess that would be the deciduous forest. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's turquoise out there. I know. Um, okay, so <laughs> my dad works at a turquoise mill. <laughs> Enough. Then again, it could also be UB 85 sister vessel, UB 22, which was also sunk by a British patrol ship, presumably without any help from a sea beast. 
<laughs> oh man, if they if the British could have just weaponized oh, these creatures. I know. You be twenty two. Hang up. I'm on the phone. No, <laughs> it's she's just a friend. Hang up. Hang up. You be twenty two. Hang up. So McCartney said this wreck lies roughly halfway between the recorded sites for the two submarines, but they were virtually indistinguishable apart from the painted letters and numbers. And it seems to me inconceivable that anyone would think it worthwhile to mount a dive to establish which it is. Oh, I just don't care. Oh, some well, billionaire is going to dive down there. Just go see which one has a heater in the office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which one has a t-shirt with glitter paint all over it? <laughs> so there is a very clear sonar image that shows the unmistakable form of the 180-foot U-boat lying 340 feet below the surface. So now we've we've hit so many different. We had 260 feet. We got 340 <laughs> feet. We got what was the 104 meters? It's uh, deep. You it's know, down there. it's All far right, it's down. Deep. Either way, yeah. yeah. How can somebody think? Oh, I don't want to see that. If I'm a diver, I'm getting down there immediately. That's I, cool as hell. Th this is the same part of our brains that compelled us to make this podcast. In that the hulking wreck of an 180 foot. German war sub mm -hmm. is so tantalizing. It's so neat. It's so cool. Oh, you know what it might be? What might it be? I bet they're afraid to dive because they know that there's a sea beast, the beast. in the area. The beast may yeah. have made it its home. You think the beast is living? I mean, I feel like it, if it could attack it, it's probably too big to fit in the hatch, right? Well, Unless it's like an octopus where they can like just, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it just kind of stops by to just kind of like... You know, it's right? they're yeah. dating now, yeah. Hey, what are you doing talking to my girlfriend, huh? Huh? <laughs> it's uh, get out of here. It's 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 Go a, take a walk, buddy. It's a boat, a boaty call, you booty. Okay, nice. <laughs> nice. something nice. like that. Yeah, you know, we can work on that, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> so, unfortunately, the image is not sufficiently defined to show whether the foredeck has been damaged by the monster in the way that was supposedly described by Crack. Crack. Let's take his. I think. I think we take his word for it. So, sure. Yeah. Not a lot seems to be going for Gunther anyway. No. I want to live in that world where there's sea monsters out there. You're oh, living yeah. in it, brother. Yeah. Hitting on submarines. So some still believe that the U-boat was attacked by a beast. Gary Campbell, who keeps the official sightings record for the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> well, of course, this guy believes it. Uh, he told the Guardian, "The area of sea where the attack took place has a history of sea monster sightings." They have ranged from the north coast of Wales to Liverpool Bay. I saw one out there. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Giddy. Um, he added... Giddy, when are you going to get a real job? <laughs> this is... You can't now keep treating me like this. Somebody's got to update the official sightings, Rick. I'm telling you, there's beasts out there from the north coast of Wales to Liverpool Bay. <laughs> Uh, so he added, what the German captain said could well be true. <laughs> it's great to see how Nessie's saltwater cousin oh clear my God. Yeah, clearly got involved in helping with the war effort. <laughs> oh, shut That's up. right. Ne the Nessie's cousin is allied with the British. Your saltwater uh, cousin. Which makes you wonder, where were they during World War II? It, this truly was a world war then. Hey, yeah. can, my, can me and my saltwater cousin Nate crash? <laughs> we're going to a festival down the road. <laughs> We're going to Glastonbury. We're going to Glastonbury. We uh, so uh, he continued, she even managed to do the damage without anyone being killed. What? 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 
Does he think it was intentional? Like, so she joined the war effort, but only in a purely as, as non- kind of a pacifist. Like, yeah. was willing to take. Oh, out it was like but... a Jehovah's Witness sea monster. Oh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, uh, she was just coming out, handing out watchtowers. What's that? Mm-hmm. What's that? An- Andrew Garfield. Uh, oh, the Mel Gibson movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. This is yeah. One of those scenarios. Like it was that. a Hacksaw Ridge. It was scenario. a Hacksaw Ridge scenario, except. Yeah. In the water, and it was a monster. And <laughs> right. But it was allied with the British, with King George V. <laughs> yeah. You remembered it. You tapped into it. King George VI was World War II. Oh. World War I was the fifth. Right. And he yeah. he died during or shortly after World War the II? The fifth? Oh, yeah. well, I don't remember. In I mean, the 50s, I guess. The it was current, after. The current queen's been queen for 200 years or something. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Slay Queen Elizabeth. Really <laughs> great system they have over there. They're doing Weekend stuff. at Bernie's, Seems right? Seems pretty normal. She oh, died she's a few dead. months ago? She's dead. Okay, she died years ago. Yeah. George VI sure. was Queen Elizabeth II's dad. There you go. Daddy. So who was the, the fifth? Yeah. Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, no, but grandfather. Was, the, was the fifth? The grandfather? This stuff is so dumb. Uh, yes, that's correct. <laughs> okay. And he did an interview with Oprah? He was also the cousin of uh, the Kaiser. Really? Uh, they're all Zar related. Nicholas. Yeah, oh. and they look exactly alike because they were all like super inbred back then. But oh, yeah, yeah, he's the one that <laughs> not they anymore, all though. have the same. Oh, no, not they, anymore, No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Who but else? This is like exactly. The Russian czar was also a cousin, right? They were all related. They're all saltwater cousins. No, but they were all like cousins who all like. We're probably closer than cousins. I mean, oh yeah, probably genetically lovers, twins, lovers, yeah, <laughs> and lovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, I, I guess I don't know. I I don't understand any of this. It doesn't make any sense to me. However, I did think Kristen Stewart's performance in Spencer was excellent. Okay, there you have it. That was a weird movie. It was. It was weird, but I I, I really enjoyed watching her. So of course, there's some party poopers out there who have their doubts. Peter Roper of the Scottish Power Electric Company said, I am probably on the side of the historians who believe that the capture of the vessel was more straightforward than a sea monster attack. <laughs> That's pretty straightforward. A uh, boo! <laughs> what a downer. Uh, a sea probably monster. Probably on the side. He's still leaving out a little a smidge of hope. A little back oh, yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. A little gap in the conning tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a sea monster attacked my submarine may be one of the most fanciful excuses of all time. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. McCartney said the story of UB-85, quote, falls into a longer trend going back at least to the 1930s of these outlandish tales being appended to First World War German submarines. Oh, so so the tale may not even have originated with the event, but after the fact? It could be, yeah. Oh. I think it's so stupid that everyone's just like, I don't know, who cares? Like, no no one even cares to look into it. Twelve years later, between wars, Gunther's like, you know. Did I ever tell you? No, we know. We get it. You had to have a heater. You sank your own U-boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I died 11 years ago. <laughs> Did he die? Yeah. <laughs> ah, Gunther! Said he died in German cu- or in uh, British custody. But well, this again, was the other Gunther I then. could not find that much information. And, you know, we, they wouldn't let me episodes. bring my. They wouldn't let me bring my heater into my cell. <laughs> <laughs> I sank the prison. Yeah. Uh, he added, "Quote: I don't know why it is, but the first U-boat war just attracts these stories. You get haunted submarines like UB-65, which supposedly had a dead crew member who haunted the boat, and then UB-28, another sea monster, is supposed to have attacked that one. Oh, that's what I." brought up earlier and i don't think i got the, i finished it so ub-28 was a uh just another u-boat they sunk a british ship the british ship it went down at some point you know who, whatever it was carrying or something it exploded under the water okay a big explosion and, however 
what came up in that explosion was not simply, you know, like ammo, uh, oh. bodies, food, whatever the hell was being. There was a giant alligator. Really? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I no, not that, really. I oh. Not really. This is fake. But oh, uh, okay. that's what they said, was that a giant alligator like came flying out of the oh, water when, in the explosion. When, when German U-boat UB-28 got lost in the bayou. <laughs> yeah. No, this was, uh, this was very close to England, <laughs> making it even more fake. Oh, an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean... I can't. I can't imagine how badly I'd have to mess up before I turn to sea monsters. My God, I know. Well, that's the thing. I think. I think you got to be pre-industrial revolution to really get away with it. Yeah, this is a little late in the game. Whatever he did, I'm sure was so embarrassing. <laughs> he probably didn't close the hatch. That's I was exact, like, yeah. submerge. Yeah, and insisting on in having a space heater installed in your cabin that. Compromises the integrity of the it whole. They, uh, doesn't really allow your cold. your underwater boat to hold to like keep water out anymore. Like that's yeah, but imagine how toasty he was. He was definitely comfortable. Yeah, he was, he, he was so hot. Which his is what his room was like a hundred degrees. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know Celsius some some amount thirty. I think that's boiling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I respect his game though. Like he's of course, completely yeah. just like screwed up. And then came up with the dumbest excuse ever. That is like, which no one was going to believe. There was no chance anyone was going to believe this. He was just so happy to be off that ship. This may beat out Captain Shatino's I tripped and fell into the lifeboat from the coast of Concordia, which we covered in episode five. Whoopsies. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. That is uh, UB-85. UB-85. Uh, gone but not forgotten. Uh, impossible. Uh, well, it was for, it was for forgotten. Sea monster until about 2016. I never forgot. You didn't? No. So you've heard of this before? Well, I heard about it today. But oh, okay. Since and you hearing haven't about it, since. I have not forgotten it. Okay, it has not it. left my mind. Good, good. It hasn't left in my mind. <laughs> so, folks, we got one more bonus episode. We got one more bonus episode, and she's a good. And then we are back to. Our regular, our season two, which is going to be a little longer. We got 12 episodes this time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're mixing up some of the topics. Uh, At least one of them is going to be a little bit of a departure from normal, just pick a ship and cover it. Yeah. From from above water to below. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Real banger of a first episode. Yeah, for sure. It's a really strong lineup. Because we we met the other day and kind of you know everybody threw in some ideas and I I'm looking at the lineup I I think it's going to be really cool. It's like if you go to see you know a band that was popular in the 70s or 80s yeah and they just play their hits just the hits at no point do they say who wants to hear some new music yeah they yeah. just stick they're way to the past hits. that yeah. yeah they understand now that the money is not in whatever they're up to these days no yeah we're just not so. interested. And that, yeah, so that's what we are. If you right. are a sea monster, uh, get at us on, on socials, Ship Hits Pod yes, on Twitter or Instagram or on TikTok, which we will use more, but we are, uh, you know, spread a little thin as individuals. Yeah. Uh, but we do remember it and we remember you and we will, we will see to that. All right. Have a good one. May your bones oh. bleach in the sand. I think it's sands. 
May your bones bleach in the sands. Nice. Thanks. Thanks.